Well, hi, 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 everyone, and super huge welcome to episode three of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast, the podcast for all things coaching, leadership, people, and culture with me, your host, Laura Royal of DNA Coach. In this episode, we will look at the leader as coach and why now, more than ever, leaders should consider shifting to a coaching leadership style. Now, also this week, the accompanying toolkit for this episode, which is exclusive for our subscribers, provides you with not only some great reflective coaching questions for you to consider, but also gives you a coaching leadership style self-assessment that we created here at DNA Coach. So, if you are not yet subscribed, then why ever not? Head over there now, head on to www.dnacoach forward slash podcast, provide your details and we'll get you on the list for future updates and we'll also send you the latest toolkit. But for now, let's assemble. Okay, what do I mean when I say the phrase leader as coach? I hear you cry. Well, think back to last week's episode on the DNA of leadership and the reflections that you perhaps had on the qualities of leaders that you defined as being great for you personally. You know, the role model ones that have inspired you or they just aligned with who you are as a person. Now, chances are that those leaders were the ones who demonstrated a coaching approach in their style. I'd go so far as to put money on it that you'll have recognised these people because perhaps they demonstrate great listening. They care about your progression. They've treated you as an individual. They've involved and included you. Maybe they ask some awesome questions that help you resolve, identify, reflect and take action. They engage you and aid your motivation. They've invited your feedback. They allow you the space to find solutions. They help you recognise your strengths. They recognise the areas as well for you to enhance or develop. And they help you create a path forward to realise your potential. They've supported you and encouraged you, probably both personally and professionally. They've helped you explore possibility and opportunity. They enable you to move forward. They celebrate all of the things that make you diverse and uniquely you. They know the value that you bring and they recognise the effort and your worth. They're collaborative and participative with an intent focus on building you, your mindset and your skill set to be better, stronger, successful. They don't micromanage. They don't dictate. They don't hide behind power or authority or hierarchy. They don't blame or chastise. They don't exclude. They're not coercive. They don't belittle. And they don't solely focus on your development areas or your past mistakes. This is a coaching leadership style. This is a leader as coach. Does this sound familiar to you? I hope so, because if we are truly honest, these are just some superhuman, awesome qualities that should be given in everyday life. And when I say superhuman, I mean you demonstrating that as a good human being to the best of your ability and equally observable in today's world of work through everything that you do. So that was a lot of descriptions about the leader as coach. So let's break that all down to a more easily digestible definition. The leader as coach is an approach that leaders demonstrate that help people make change and move forward to grow, develop and enhance by unlocking potential and strengthening performance. So how do workplaces, organisational and business leaders take on this approach without it feeling like too big a task or ask? How do we ensure that leaders are moving away from those mini dictatorship styles 
that feel that great leadership only happens by adopting a command and control or a micromanagement style, which truly isn't great leadership. I guarantee you'll already be demonstrating the leader as coach approach already in your workplace with your colleagues. The key here is demonstrating this as an everyday approach in a style that becomes the norm. It doesn't feel like a work mask that you have to put on. It just becomes who you truly are, core to you and your being. It becomes your DNA. Now, don't get me wrong, there will still be times when you may need to give precise information by telling or instructing or directing or to provide boundaries perhaps to a task. Of course, that will still be the case, but it shouldn't be the norm. It may be useful for short term or tasks that are quick win related or when time isn't on your side. But it's all in how that info or that instruction or that boundary line is relayed. How is that delivered? How is it requested of the individual in terms of how they're expected to carry out that task or piece of work? The leader as coach should deliver this helpfully, delivered with positive intent, enhanced by demonstrated great working relationships that are based on 360 communication. So why is being a leader as coach so important? Well, in today's world of work, we are experiencing some of the biggest tests and shifts that we have ever known, especially now that we are post-pandemic. We have the Great Resignation, where PricewaterhouseCooper reported in May 2022 through their research showed that almost a fifth of UK workers have said that they expect to leave their current job for a new employer in the next 12 months as they seek out better pay and better job satisfaction. According to that new research, 18% of the workers that were surveyed said they are very or extremely likely to switch jobs in the next year. Wow, that is huge. Now, this podcast may not be able to positively influence your salary, but we can certainly consider the aspects of job satisfaction. In the survey, PwC highlighted that people may leave if they don't feel valued or the workplace culture isn't a psychologically safe one or if the leader experience is not a good one. Now, if as a leader you are not supporting the growth of your people, now you're included in that too, by the way, from your experience with your leadership, then the hard and fast truth is people will leave and your organisational and personal leadership reputation will diminish. Okay, 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 I promise I'm done now with the doom and gloom part. So let's consider all of the opportunities that you have in your workplace to demonstrate that coaching leadership style and approach. Now, if you have downloaded our exclusive toolkit for subscribers, then go to that now to reflect and answer some of the questions I'm about to pose. If you're listening on the go, then think of the responses for now and be sure to note them down a little later. So what are the opportunities that you have in your workplace to coach? Think about that for just a moment. Think about all of the potential interactions that you have with your colleagues and your team members, the ones where you can demonstrate the leader as coach approach. When is that? When and where does this happen and under what conditions or circumstances or in which environment? Typically, you might think of the more formal interactions first, so things like one-to-ones, performance reviews, appraisals and so forth. We'll have a podcast soon on performance reviews and their DNA. 
I'm always a little bit conscious of some of the language that we use. Even the phrase performance reviews does give me the slight fear, which is why we're going to do a podcast on that coming your way very soon. But we'll work with those titles for now. Now, these are the more transactional conversations, aren't they? Our one-to-ones, performance reviews, appraisals and so forth. Those are the ones that are likely to be booked in. You've got them scheduled. Your colleagues know that they're happening. They're in everyone's diaries. Perhaps even things in those interactions like quality reviews or sharing feedback from customers or clients or project meetings, all of which are great opportunities to be a leader as coach. Then there are the more conversational interactions, so conversational ones like wider team meetings or individual catch-ups, well-being conversations or conversations that might be more formal or informal around setting goals or objectives or everyday problem solving too. As leaders, we need to ensure we adopt a coaching approach every single day in as many interactions as possible so that it truly becomes embedded into your DNA. Often team members report that coaching only happens when underperformance occurs and it's viewed or deemed as a way to remedy or rectify at best or at worst, it's wheeled out as a disciplinary approach. Coaching should be something that is seen as an everyday positive and helpful workplace habit and approach, the one that naturally occurs in a variety of scenarios and settings. So in this next week of work for you, I'd like you to notice how many genuine opportunities that you have to be a leader as coach. In those conversations, ask yourself, in this moment, how am I helping my team member make change and move forward? Sounds easy, doesn't it? But let's say a team member or a colleague approaches you to report an error or a mistake that they've made. Genuinely, how are you likely to respond? Answer honestly, are you the leader who fixes it for them? You're the one that provides what the solution will be and spoon feed an answer. Or do you instantly shift to a less than helpful style, one that's filled with blame or discipline? Are you the person that directs and micromanages? Do you tell them what to do and how to do it? Are you the leader that highlights their shortcomings and that they need to do better? Do you demonstrate frustration or anger at the mistake that's been made? Be honest with yourself. Has that ever happened to you in your past, recently? I hope certainly not going forward. Now, it is easy to slip into these descriptions if we are pressed for time or you are disappointed with a person's performance or you know the right resolution to start and you want to take over and dictate. But it's not helpful and it's not useful for helping your person make that change and move forward. It doesn't engage your team member and it certainly doesn't help them learn. So ask yourself, is my approach right now engaging my colleague? How is what I'm demonstrating helping them to learn? How will this help them feel safe enough so that they can come to me once again should another problem occur again in the future? Think about that and that is the right approach to take as a leader, as coach. So if we do experience that sense of disappointment, how do we interrupt that unhelpful pattern that chastises, blames, disciplines, or you're the person that wants to just go and fix things without engaging your colleague or your team member? 
the leader as coach recognizes that mistakes happen. I guarantee you've made them in your career past. It's all part of learning. It's every day. Majority of the time, mistakes can be rectified or prevented from happening again. There's likely a fix or a solution. Your team member probably already feels disappointed enough in the situation without it being laboured on when they've approached you to report it and ask for your support and guidance. So, in your toolkit or in your mind for now, if you're listening on the move, answer the question, how will I support a team member when a problem arises with the coaching leadership style? Consider what you will do or what you will say or the questions that you will ask in order to help your team member or your colleague make change and move forward. Consider your approach, your style and the manner that you would like to come across with. Identify what would be useful and helpful as next steps to move the situation forward with a resolution and move away from the problem. Consider what would a successful outcome look like for your team member about the situation they're facing and for them personally, perhaps, and their mindset. And of course, balancing the needs and the requirements of the organisation. So what were your thoughts? If you shift back to the segment just after our introduction, the answers are all there. We support, we don't blame, we listen and we ask questions. We help the person identify a solution or a fix. We aid their engagement and motivation. We thank them for feeling safe enough to approach us in the first place. We continue to shape and influence a space where they feel confident and they feel competent. So if you find yourself in one of these everyday scenarios, and let's be honest, they are commonplace, mistakes happen I've made them, you've made them, your colleagues have made them, everyone in your workplace has made a mistake, come across a problem or made an error. It is all part of everyday life as a human being. We learn through the process of it and we should support that learning process as we go on. So as a leader, as coach, some great questions to ask in these circumstances. What can you do to turn this problem around and how will you do that? What do you need that supports you? What do you think could be done to improve the situation? Ask your team member or your colleague what they think the solution or the resolution will be to the problem that they are facing. Ask them, what are your thoughts and ideas on how to resolve this? What have you tried so far, perhaps? What concerns you about this scenario? What steps can you take today towards a resolution? And how can I support you in that? And what can then be put in place to stop this or prevent this problem occurring again? There is space in your toolkit to identify some other great questions that you could ask. You know, design your own. There is even a future podcast coming your way covering the topic of the questions that awesome coaches and leaders ask. So as I mentioned at the start of today's podcast, there is an exclusive survey to assess your everyday leader as coach approach that you'll find in the downloadable toolkit, which is only available to subscribers. Not only will this survey give you a true picture, if you answer honestly, of where you are on your coaching and leadership journey and style and approach, but it will also outline what is best practice as an approach that a leader as coach can take. The survey is exclusive to our podcast subscribers, so head on over to www. 
we extra W in there, nearly forgot one, www.dnacoach.co.uk forward slash podcast to sign up. But that's not all. I have a little offer for you. How would you like to win a coaching goodie bag? Listen up for all the juicy details and how to be in with a chance of winning. I have loved launching this podcast. I hope that you're loving listening. I cannot tell you how much I've got planned to share with you every single week going forward with upcoming expert interviews, hot topics in the world of coaching and leadership, and of course, all things people and culture into the mix as well. And of course, I keep banging on about it, the weekly toolkit. Mm -hmm. Get subscribing. But I do need to spread the word more. And this is where you can help and also be in the chance of winning a coaching goodie bag. Over the next four weeks, we'll be running our podcast competition to win our very own coaching card decks. There's three of them, the Team Mindset Deck, Resilient Mindset Deck and Self-Care Mindset Deck, a coaching journal, a coaching mug, a pen, an awesome tote bag and one of my favourite coaching books into the mix. So to be in it to win it, there's a couple of things that you need to do. Number one, subscribe to the podcast, www.dnacoach.co.uk forward slash podcast. Number two, follow the podcast on your favourite podcast site. So maybe Spotify or Apple and download at least one episode. You'll need to share a screenshot with us to show that this step has been completed. So that was number two, follow the podcast on your favourite podcast site and download at least one episode, sharing a screenshot with us to show that you've done that, you've completed it. And number three, share the podcast on your social media page via LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram. For every single person who completes all three steps, you will receive an exclusive money off voucher for one of our future coaching programs specifically for you. And you'll be entered into that prize draw for our coaching goodie bag. And of course, if you want to review the podcast while you're on your favourite hosting site, well, that would just be tip top. The competition ends at midday on the 24th of July and the winner will be announced on our podcast episode that lands on Monday the 25th of July. So what are you waiting for? Will you be our winner? You have to be in it to win it as the dearly departed Dale Winton used to say. If you are interested in becoming a coach, maybe you are a leader or an upcoming emerging leader in your organisation, then why not check out our coaching programmes via www.dnacoach.co.uk forward slash coaches assemble. We have three levels, our one day core coaching skills DNA coach endorsed programme, the supercharged coach. We have our two day leader as coach programme backed by the Association for Coaching and our wider full certificate and coach training from the Association for Coaching as well. That's all from me, Laura Royal of DNA Coach for now for episode three of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and follow those competition rules. And if there's anything that you'd like featured on future episodes, then why not drop me a note to DNA Coach team directly at hello at dnacoach.co.uk. As always, thank you so much for listening. Take care and bye-bye for now.